0: Name another
1: podcast like this. Check it, check it, check it. It's a unique hustle. It's your boy ECO and I'm here with the lovely, amazing, official Miss Jamaica Wait.
0: Well, go on, you know my (laughs) dad. (laughs)
1: Man, hey man, listen man We got some guys here today, y'all They don't need no introduction I've been knowing them a long time, guys Uh, These guys right here You know this is a clothing store We actually broadcast out of a clothing store And who better to talk to us about the clothing and apparel industry Than these two guys here, man We got Q and Dre, man These guys go back way back with your boy E, man. These boys know some stuff, man. They seen the skinny me. Then they seen the fat me. They seen the muscle me, nigga. They just, hey, hey, I, I'm I'm just like uh, the clump, nigga. Uh, uh, Professor Clump. <laughs>
2: I might switch up time. So, man,
1: how y'all doing, man?
2: Awesome, man. A little bit tired. Been on the road eight days. Eight days? Yeah. yeah
1: eight yeah. is enough.
2: Oh, man, we got one more to go, man. <laughs> one more to go. Is that
0: the longest y'all ever been on the road to do something like this? Uh, no. Probably,
2: uh, uh, 10, 10, 10, years, 10 would probably be the longest, yeah. Man, yeah. I, 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 we gotta go back
1: down through that, don't we? Yes. Okay.
0: So um, tell us about where you were raised, your upbringing, all of that. Let's start with Q first.
2: Uh, I'm from the Bronx. I was born, born in Brooklyn, raised in the Bronx. Um, I moved out of New York about four years, so I live in uh, Charlotte, North Carolina now. Do you miss it? Uh, to live, no. Why? Just, What's bad about New York? Now that I'm older, it's like I get you get more for your money, you know. And to be honest, the gun laws <laughs> one of the first things gun was able laws to do, out do, there like? It, it You just can't. can't, handle can't. <laughs> but <laughs> is can't it okay?
0: Because I know it's dangerous in New York. Depends on what part. Right, yeah. but they still well, carry no, guns regardless, don't it's, they? It's,
2: well, the thing is, all the criminals have them, but the average, you know,
0: they still be sneaking the and having
2: guys it. guys don't have. It. I mean, the, not the non-criminal. You can't the non-criminal because if you got one, you automatically a criminal. You get pulled over. You a- go to jail. Ain't
1: that what happened to Jaru?
2: Ain't it's that what happened to Lil a Wayne? A bunch of them. Lil Wayne and Even if ja you
0: have it in your car and don't take it out of the car with don't you, don't
2: matter. You cannot have a gun on you.
0: Really? That and happened. You, to can't,
2: you? you can't even have a handgun. Uh, in your house you have to have like a shotgun in your house you can't even have a handgun period. really yeah man
1: wow well let's carry a yeah. shotgun everywhere so Brooklyn coming up as a kid man like it, I'm, oh you from yeah, the Bronx I, was raised in Bro-
2: I mean I was born in Brooklyn but I was raised in the Bronx
1: you was born in Brooklyn raised in the Bronx yeah yeah ain't that where
2: uh uh Fat Joe from? Oh, yeah, BX. Yeah, yes, yeah, that's why I'm Fat yes, Joe sir. from, yes, man. Sir.
0: Yes, sir. Lean back. Like <laughs> okay, but what's, right. which one's better? Because I always heard about Brooklyn, Bronx, and Queens. Be careful. Them three. Be
2: careful. So which one's the best? It's not that one is better. It's just that <laughs> they all different. They totally right. different. Harlem's right. different. You know what I mean? He's from Mount Vernon, which is like right outside of the boroughs. Well,
0: Mount Vernon is like rich area, right?
3: We basically border the, um, border the Bronx on three sides. It's cool, yeah. yeah. It, it, it actually used to be a part of the city like I think back in the 60s. Mm-hmm. And then um it separated and became part of Westchester County.
0: See, I don't ever yeah, hear that. about, I hear about Mount Vernon, but not like I hear about Brooklyn, Bronx or Queens. Yeah, it's like it's, it's in all the tomorrow movies tomorrow. and all the everything. Yeah. That's all you hear people you got a lot talk of about.
2: Everybody's from Mount Vernon, though. Yeah. Really? Like Denzel who? Denzel from Mount yeah, yeah. Oh, that's all you got to say. is
0: yeah. Den- Oh, yeah. Heavy yeah. D. You he know, yeah. he's part Jamaican, so I'll... Yeah. <laughs> right,
2: right.
3: Like was. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you got a lot of
0: Jamaicans in Queens, too.
3: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Actually, a lot, all a lot of Jamaicans too. in Mount Vernon. Really? Yeah. 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 yeah.
0: Jamaicans just took over
1: New hey, York. Jamaicans
2: and Puerto Ricans is probably the two... uh Right. <laughs> the most that's out there. Really, <laughs> You know, they tried
1: to take over Dallas, but we Whatever, put a stop there. there. Don't go there. Don't start. Don't start. Don't start. It was there. a thing went down in Dallas where the Jamaicans tried to come down here and do some things and uh, we had to have a meeting. Okay,
0: we weren't yeah. talking about oh, they that, yo. okay? We
2: up a couple of restaurants and that's it. For oh, they got, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. we said we got a few, but we the got a limit got on how people. many we let. I
1: don't listen them. to him. <laughs> <laughs> one, of listen one, of my, one
3: of my best friends actually left Mount Vernon and came to Dallas. What? <laughs> okay. About, about 20 years ago.
1: Okay. Yeah. he's still here?
3: Still here. We see, shut him down. He's
1: better call
2: him. Check him on him. He set up shop.
0: So what was it like growing up in that area for you? Was it like dangerous for you or...
2: Um, I mean, you know, a lot of the Bronx is, you know, is the hood. But I was raised in Co-op City, which is, um, it's a middle class neighborhood. My mom was a nurse, my dad was a cop. So you know, I, I don't have one of those stories to where we didn't grow up having anything. I had, I didn't have a lot, but we had what we needed. You know what I mean? Nope. So I had a, I had a good, a good childhood. I would say. You know, of course, Man. we dealt with the crime, we dealt with the shootings, we deal with all of that stuff, but. I just, you know, I can't say that we were we grew up poor or anything like that. And You say you was raised with your
0: mom and your dad.
2: Uh, My dad was there up until I think was about ten or eleven years old, but I still saw him after that. Where did he go? Did it split up? Oh yeah, they split. So you saw him
0: like weekends and yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, So you're only child.
2: Oh no, I got um, a brother and I got three sisters. You the oldest? I'm the youngest.
0: Youngest, you the baby boy. I am the baby. So all of that split probably affected you the most.
2: Yeah, Yeah, I would say so. I, you know what it is? Is that it was certain things that my parents never Exposed. let me see, right? They mm-hmm. never argued in front of me, never. They never cursed in front of me, but so it's like- But that to me
0: is hard, because I went through that same thing. Well, I thing. didn't understand it, right? When they were splitting, hurt. I was like,
2: why? Y'all don't even argue. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I didn't understand it, but to be honest, it didn't really like totally stress me out. You know what I mean? I don't know. I guess I was. You didn't kid, feel like your daddy was it gone. Like yeah, he's like, not It's not there. like he was leaving the country or the state. Even like he yeah. moved to Harlem. <laughs> wow. Yeah. And for you? Um. Yeah. I mean, you know, just growing up Mount
3: Vernon. Um. I grew up raised by my mother. Money um, earning
1: Mount Vernon. Money
3: earning Mount Vernon. Yeah. Damn. Oh. Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: <laughs> Let's get it.
3: Yeah, some mystery, Some mystery. <laughs> yeah, you know? But um. Yeah. You know, raised by my mom's um. Pops. You know was
1: around, doing this thing.
0: Why you know is that I mean? such a thing? It's like, I'm well, tired of I hearing that. Well, I can tell that.
1: you why. Uh, let me just break that because down Because men are just rolling uh-huh. stones. They don't this. like no, to no, stick, no, stick no, it out. no. That's no. why. And, and women, it's a difference. You know, uh, uh, sometimes you stay there. You know, the Bible says that a nagging woman is like a leaky faucet. So, you know, there are some things that, that, that are being said to where. But patience <laughs> is a virtue.
2: <laughs> He said it I
1: didn't
2: say that He said the Leaky Fawcett
1: That's biblical (laughs) That's biblical All I'm saying is Patience is a virtue It is It's definitely a virtue But all I'm saying is There's going to be issues The one thing We got to understand guys Is that at the end of the day, with, with God, all things are possible. I end it like that because, you know, whether, you was, whether they was together, whether they wasn't together, uh, I think God puts things back together in his own way anyway. You know what I mean? You guys are here. A lot of guys crashed out that didn't even make it to be our ages, your ages, and y'all still here? Come on, man. That That's says something. Y'all blessing. won.
3: That's a blessing. Yeah. Y'all don't hear me. Y'all nah, won nah, already, nah, 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 man. Nah,
1: you can think of people that are not here no more oh, bro, because sure, they crashed right. out. Lots of them. And, right, and right, they were right, friends right, of y'all's. Yeah. And you still right. here. You know what I mean? mean? So yes. God has a way of working it out no matter what your upbringing is is, yeah. is like.
3: I mean, I, th- I think, well, my situation, I think my pops was just, he was just hustling, doing his thing. And, you know, um, he was getting, getting, getting money, you know, illegally, you know what I'm saying, back then. And he was just moving around and he just, Found himself, you know, kind of doing the thing, doing this thing with like, you know, multiple women. You what know, right. so yeah. I, I, got, I got like it's, it's six of us actually. So was we he know. ever
0: there for you? Like, um, I'm not going. to Yes, monetarily, but actually there to like no. talk to you and not help that, you.
3: Not that way either. Like he just yeah. wasn't. He just wasn't involved. I, I'm actually. I'm actually. Um, I actually have a better relationship with his brothers than him. Than him.
1: But that I'm happens. Saying. But your mom was attracted to him.
3: At that time, I guess, you know, I, mean, I, don't, I mean, yeah, I mean, I wasn't, I wasn't, I wasn't, Um, you know, I, I guess I, I wasn't of age to really understand the dynamic right. of their relationship. Because, you know, by the time I, you know, I really, you know, grew up and understood that he wasn't, he really wasn't involved at all. You know, I was kind of just living my life, you know. And, exactly. And so you never felt like, like
0: okay, where's my dad? Like, why is he never around? or was it a normal because i can see if you're in an area where it's predominantly raised you know boys are being raised by women and you don't see that you'd be like yeah. okay i don't miss anything because it's not like it's all around yeah, me. you know you
3: know what you know what to be honest with you i think I, I think my family did a good job of um kind of like kind of shielding us you know from from mm-hmm. from that part of our life um you know i was raised like not only my mother but my grandparents was right there as well and um they 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 created a solid you no know, house you know, for a solid on um, family environment, home environment, you know, where we pretty much had you know what we needed. Again, not everything, but
1: we had enough. Mm-hmm. And, and, and let me say we this: uh, you know, don't don't knock it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's cool because even if your dad was there, some of these dads is messed up as hell, and they in the house. This is true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's right. talk about that for me. Just because they in the house right. don't mean that the house is perfect. Is right. There's still a big yellow elephant in the room that nobody talks about. When right. somebody knock on the door, you got to act. In order to make sure people feel like you guys are represented correctly when you're faking, so quit. Right. Don't don't try to come at me with the the dad ain't there and the dad is there and the mom is there and the mom ain't there. I I seen better people, who who was who didn't have no parents. I've seen partners of mine who was brought up in orphanages. I just talked to one yesterday, uh-huh. and then the twin brothers who came up without parents who hell got books doing better than a bunch niggas can't even write but I I see a lot of people but I I see a lot of people who
0: go through life thinking that it doesn't affect them you know because he's never been there whatever till you get older when you realize the reason why you took certain steps or you made certain choices was because of that unknowingly you know what I mean sometimes as we get older we reflect because when you're younger you don't see certain traits you don't see the reason why we do certain things but as you get older and you reflect you realize, oh, you know what? That's probably the reason why I did well, this. Well, you know,
3: you know, you know. To your point, I would say, um, you know, when I when I came of age and I understood, you know, you know, what he was, what he was really all about and his upbringing, you know, um, I understood that, you know, growing up for him, he actually, um, he was kind of, he, he was actually abandoned, mm. you know, when he was younger, and I understood that I, it, it all made sense because it was like he, he he never learned love all right. the way, you know, he was raised by other family members, but his mother. Which is my grandmother, God rest her soul, and also God rest his soul. He actually passed away from COVID. Wow, um, this man, last, sorry to last hear Christmas that, man. He yeah, um But 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 you know, I never I never held any of that, you know, against him because I I was actually raised in a very loving way. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Um, from my grandparents, from my mother, um, and, and you know, other family members being there. But 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 I understood for him that um that uh that uh, yeah he never he never knew love. You know, Were you felt, ab- sorry, go Yeah, ahead. he felt he felt he felt abandoned and um. He 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 could never he could never commit, right. you know himself to anything, you know for a long period of time.
0: Were you know? ever able to build a relationship with him before he oh, passed? Nah. Oh
3: no, nah. we know each other. We I, I, I know him very well. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's just it's just that he was always moving around. He he would travel back and forth between you know the U.S. and Jamaica. You know, I on, figured that's the yeah, Jamaican side yeah, 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 you're talking yeah, yeah, about. Yeah, don't yeah,
0: don't 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 even do that. Yeah, don't do
3: that. Yeah. Actually, I, I mean, both my parents are Jamaican. Okay, yeah. Ma, oh, oh, okay, like okay. Oh, and uh-huh. but, but, I guess it's you me now. with I understand, like, bro. And, 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 and I think I think part of what helped you know me have a solid upbringing is because my mom's like she grew up in the hood in Jamaica. You know what I mean? So it's like she's from Kingston. Yeah, she grew up in Kingston. Yeah, I knew it. Whatever. So it's like for her. With her, it's like she had to be the mom's and the pops, So it's like you know when I was acting like she punched me in my chest, you know, and be like, yo, yo, get get yourself right. You know what I mean? Yeah, she probably watched *Woman King*. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. She she was she was very open. You know, she didn't she she didn't really like bite her tongue. You know that much around us, and you know, kept it real. You know, so to speak, and you know, we and we and we just kind of you know grew up like hearing you know um, uh, 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 adult conversations at an early age. And how many you how many um, else? six all together. Well, just me and my sister. You know, with From my for your mom. Yeah, with my mom's, and then um, and then I got other brothers and sisters. Were you the
0: younger for your mom or the older?
3: I'm the younger
1: one.
0: So both of y'all yeah. baby boys.
1: Yeah, entitled both of them. <laughs> nah, nah, <laughs> bro, bro. No, but I I, I want to say, man, you know, just. I like the fact of how consistent you guys been in the things I've seen you mm-hmm. in, man. And just you guys' presence, man, always made me feel comfortable. Uh, you know, I knew when I went to a show or something with you, you guys – I knew it was a show going down. You know what I'm saying? When I got off that plane and I was going up there to Vegas or something, I knew the show was going down when I run into you guys. I said, man, look right. you, god dang it. I ain't yeah, been listen. working out. They go right. Drake. No, I'm to get, get something man? You <laughs> heavy right now. They're, they're
2: What's going <laughs> on? Hey, let's talk about that for
1: me. I got to talk about this, man. Yo, your, your diet and the way that you work out, man, being a part, you know, seeing your page and stuff, was you always this size, or how did that happen, bro? I, I was I was
2: I started hitting weights at fourteen, right? Mm-hmm. But I started even I was doing pushes ups at like seven years old. Damn! Yeah, God. it was like it's my life. I think I I think I remember watching the movie Rocky two with my dad. Okay, on TV, and that's what started. And I literally worked out forever. And I was like seven years old. I never stopped working out.
0: It yeah. just came seven there years old.
2: As soon as I turned fourteen, which was still too early, I started hitting heavy weights. I started doing like. Um, competitions like local competitions. I was about to ask you about that. Does it affect you
0: when like you start too yeah, early? Yeah, 14 is
2: a little early to lift weights. Like calisthenics is okay, which I do a lot of. But um, weights you, what does it do? weights, you should do about 17. But what does it do know? to you I mean, when you, you start
0: too early? You said too early. I mean, they say it can see- stunt
2: your growth a little bit, but, you know, it's, it's hard on the joints because you're not fully grown. Your growth place now, you're not all the way grown yet, so you need to get to that point to where...
0: Did you see that you kid reside. on social media? It was a young kid, <laughs> and he was, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. all swollen. Yeah, yeah, it's like, too early. Yeah. It's too early,
2: yeah. I mean, me, uh, if I would have waited to 17, I probably wouldn't have some of the injuries I have now, but yeah. I'm still good, you know, yeah, but yeah. I just... I started early, it was just a love and plus I was always short. I'm only five eight, so I was always the short kid. So I was like, if I'm gonna be the shortest guy, I'm gonna be the strongest. And Stop. that's <laughs> what I'm not and That's down. what it was. Did, I just did, kept, did, did, yeah. Anybody ever just be like, ah oh, he thank you he all that cause he big and I mean you it. sure you get it, just no one just don't come to me with no, it. No, no, no. Somebody like, I see a bird. I seen a, it, a white dude bump
1: a dude. <laughs> you see that white dude walk around and bump them man, big guys, you've seen that.
2: Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. But see me, I don't really like I don't walk around like, you know, yeah. like that. Like, and then it takes a lot for me to go off. So, yeah, like, you know, yeah. I can have a conversation yeah, with somebody you have weapons. and I'm super calm. Like, I'm always <laughs> like this. But you got a gun. That's,
0: that's well, guns. That's yeah. weapons.
2: <laughs> yeah, but I don't, you know, I can, I can have a conversation with somebody and be like, okay, really? All right you can walk away you got it oh yeah no problem but yeah. then the point is if I give you all of these chances to, to stand down after that then it's call the police it's you know then it's non-stop because then I'm just going to dive on you So you because know, I gave you so many chances it's like you know sir please you know what I mean just relax man we here to have fun it's okay just you know yeah. but yourself, they say man. some guys you know. are
0: big for nothing like not every guy who is big can fight or can that's, do anything
2: yeah, <laughs> that's not <the> <laughs> I mean I I was taking a little bit of martial arts when I was like 11 years old you know my dad so my dad Dad was in the military very early, right? Okay. So he did. He did 17 years in the army. Wow. and Then he did. Um, then he came out and did six years in the air force. Then he came out. That was 23 years. And then he came out and did 20 years as a cop. So he told about 43 years of service. Wow. So he was. Your dad you know I mean? was straight <laughs> business, wasn't he? <laughs> yeah. And this is your biological yeah. father. Oh yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, so he was straight business. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know, it was always you know. When course, you was with, he always him. had a gun. So that was never. Did you ever you know, go live with him? Uh no, not living with him. No, I wouldn't want to live with him. <laughs> not, even, not even that. He was militant because my dad was cool. He he had a bad attitude, but not towards me. I just was like, you know, he would somebody cut him off from the street. He would pull out his badge and his gun. Like, <laughs> oh, he was yeah, tripping. Yeah. yeah, he was. He was serious with it, he was like, <laughs> but not uh, with me necessarily. You know. Curious. Yeah.
0: Um, how did you get in? Because for the height you are, you know, models normally be like way taller. Because yeah. I see on your social media that you actually ripped the runway. Yeah. So I'm like, how did that happen? It started with
2: Carl Kana, like, that's my OG. So um, in 1995, I started doing some modeling. Um, I think I caught the eyes of some of Carl Kana's people, and um, they reached out to me, and we started doing fashion shows. In New York, there's um, a TV show called Video Music Box from Ralph McDaniels, and he's like, you know, he was like, before... B T before MTV, before all of those was mm-hmm. playing videos and hip hop yeah. and all that, he was playing that. So he started doing um a fashion show Friday. called Fat Fashions. Wow. And um when I first did that. That's like if you're on that show, you pretty much a celebrity almost. Wow. So um I had got on there and we just started doing all Kalkanai fashion shows. Um and, you know, I was kind of known as like a Kalkanai model, even though I wasn't signed, but I yeah. was just doing anything I. And then one day after a fashion show, I just came up to call, you know, and I didn't really know him knowing, him, but we high and buy kind of thing. And I was just like, Carl oh, said, this modeling thing is cool. But, um, you know, I'm looking for something in the company, something long-term. He kind of looked at me like, he was like, yeah. You know, he was like, damn nobody ever said that. He was like, all right, cool. And then he had a guy named Brother Arthur, which you probably remember about Brother Arthur. He used to be at the show yeah. back in the days. Yeah. And, um, he was kind of like a big brother to me. Yeah, he was in the yeah. Nation of Islam, and he was like, man, just come to the office. So I would show up to the office like, what y'all need? You want coffee? What you need? Yeah, and, intern. And Carl was living in L.A. Yeah. But he was like, Q did again? Like, damn, he's there he said. So one day he called me, he was like, he called the office, and he was like, I got something for Q to do. So he was like, he said, Carl wake hey, up in that? the morning, about like 4 or 5 in the morning, every morning, right? He was like, he watches, the time it was like, Good Morning America, whatever that show is, they had with yeah, yeah, yeah He yeah. watched every morning. He said, like, "Tell Q to go down there with a Carconat sign and hold it up. I want to see it. I'm gonna be up. This is like he. This is like six, seven in the morning. He's like, I'm gonna be up. I want to see the sign Carconat. Tell him to go down there. And me, I'm like, I don't want to do this. You know what I'm saying? I, don't wanna <laughs> I was like, you know what? Pay my dues. Yeah. I went down there for like two weeks. Had to sign up. Boom, he'd be on TV, he be like, oh here, off yeah, I see it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So he was like, alright, alright. And then so then one time Al Roker actually came up to me and Ooh. he was like Yeah, he was like, what's this sign right here? I said, "Yo, you know, it's a clothing line. It's a black-owned clothing line. You know." He said, "I said, if you give me your sizes, I will bring you some clothes and stuff." Oh! But instead, look of, at me you thinking, instead of me thinking, instead of him me thinking, he's gonna be like, "Oh yeah, you yeah. He was kind of like, "Nah." And this was heavy Al Roker at the yeah. time, right. so he, he was like, uh, "Nah." So next thing you know, security came to me. It was like, "Yo, you can't be here no more." <laughs> <It was> like, <laughs> <laughs> was like, he it. told it on yeah, you. Al Roker's sick.
1: Is he still living?
2: Yeah, he round. He's yeah, yeah, skinny. I think, I think he's skinny now, though. I think. He's skinny now, but he, he's still
1: living. He's a snitch. Yeah. I woke him. Say, you all sworn, man. You shut Carl I sign down down there. You know, yeah, I, yeah. I, hey, I watch you, man. Don't do this.
2: I told him it was black hole, too. <laughs> yeah, so then, you know, Carl was like, all right, that was a good job, man. And then I think, like, the following week, he was like, man, he said, yo, get that motherfucker a job. Wow. Mm-hmm. Straight up. He was like, get that motherfucker a job. Then I started working. I became a, a rep. Um, they gave me a certain territory, and then the territory was like New England territory, which is like five states in New England, which is like, it was nothing up there at the time. And I went out there, and I just started opening accounts. I would go to the club, like, yo, where you get your outfit from? Do they gave me stores, started writing it down, and then I would just spend like a week out there, and I would just go to every store that people tell me. They get outfits, I'm like, yo, Carl, can I? would be like, Carl, can I? I was looking for this. Boom. I opened up like 35 accounts in a year in wow. a territory that we didn't, I think we had five accounts in the whole territory. Man. And that's how... You know, it kind of started, and then I worked for Carl as a rep for five years, and then I left there, and then I started working for Fat Farm. Yeah, you know, I remember side. Fat Farm. Yeah, Come yeah, on, yeah. you know who that is, yeah, man, I stop remember. playing, man. And then when, um, when, I started, when I left there, me and Carl just became tight. So today, he's still one of my best friends. You yeah, know yeah, you yeah, I've yeah, yeah. seen, seen y'all together. I've
1: seen y'all together a lot, yeah. a few so, times.
2: Um, so I left there, and I was working for Fat Farm, and I was on the footwear side, the footwear license. I was there for eight years. Then from there went to Rockaway. I was there um, on the footwear you, side. As you you
1: well. work with uh?
2: How long was you? I worked there? with Udi on the footwear side. Okay, you were on footwear side. Yeah, on footwear, on the footwear side. side. So this was um, it's licenses. So right. you know, apparel is different. It's um, it's a different company. You know what I mean? It's still under the Rockaway umbrella, but it's a different company. Same thing with Fat Farm. So I did that. Yeah.
1: Dre, what was you doing? Just hanging out in Vegas when I seen you? Then ah, I see you work? You worked for a cool and some old people, didn't you?
3: I worked for a cool for a period of time. I, you was
1: a model. I seen you in some <laughs> model yeah, picks. Yeah, I yeah. I mean, yeah. I, mean, I, I, I was, seen you in a few <laughs> of them picks. I <laughs> don't play.
3: I'll pull them up. I wasn't modeling, but I was like... You I was, was in walking, the mix. I was a good <laughs> boy, you know. Rocking in, rocking joints. But, um, yeah, man. yeah. Those How'd them, you get into it? Wow. So, I started I started in the business on, about... um. Yeah. Man, this is like 2000, like around 2000. I was um, going to school at the time. I was in college and I was working at Macy's. And um, while I was there, you know, um, me me and a partner of mine who, who, who worked there with me, we was like, man, you know, we're kind we kind of getting tired of this, man. Let's go. Cause it, it was cutting our hours and stuff like that. And we was like, we got to figure out how to get some bread. So we was like, man, let's start our own t-shirt brand up. So we just decided to get up one day and like, you know, take the train down, to, um, down um, to, down to Manhattan. You no, know, we went to uh, Macy's at Herald Square. Okay, I know where you at. And uh, you know, we was like strolling. On. Actually, before that, we we went down to 28th Street. This is they used to have like these Broadway. Old, yeah, yeah, 28th and my spot, and Broadway. Boy. Yeah, they, yeah, they used to they used to have these little like down, warehouses in the buildings. <laughs> right. where you go in, they just be selling blanks like everything. everything. Man. Yeah, yeah. So we was going in, we was like pricing out teas and whatnot. And, I, and they was trying to get us on the price. We was like, damn, these are expensive. You know what I mean? So anyway, on the way back, we stopped at Macy's. I'm like, yo, let me just walk through here, man. I ain't been here in a minute and we went up to on um, the young men's floor and they had just put in a Sean John shop. Okay. So we seen this dude over there, he had like dreads and he was kind of like folding the clothes and all of that. And he was rocking Sean John. So he was like, yo, that must be the rep right there. So we just went up there, went up to him and you know, we asked him, he was like, yo, you the rep for Sean John? And he was like, yeah, mad cool. You know, shook our hands and whatnot. And he was like, yeah, just got it on a couple months ago. Da, 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 da. He was like, all right, I'm like, how is it? He was like, yeah, I love it so far. He was like, all right, cool, cool. Anyway. That happened. We just went, you know, we just walked through, went back home. You know, what I'm saying uh, about a week later, he shows up at the Macy's store I was working at in White Plains. Him and his boss, and um they came to do a shopping store. And he was like, "Yo, we met you like about a week ago." Yeah, he was yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. What's going on? Da, da, da. Anyway, um, they got to they got to setting up the shop and you know putting out the merchandise and we pretty much um helped them the entire time and you know you know got got them whatever they needed and um. And uh, pretty much by the by the end of the day, when they was getting ready to leave, uh, uh, his boss offered me a uh, uh, opportunity to intern. You know, with okay, him. okay. So I'm like, I'm like me. I'm like, I'm like, well, I should. I'm like Sean John. I'm like, what I got to lose? You know what I'm saying? Big so, at the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was huge. You know, it, it, it was it was getting big. Actually, it was really getting big. So this is probably like it's like 2000. So, anyway, um, he was like, I right, bet this is probably like on a Thursday. He was like, Yo, meet me on Saturday morning. Uh on Fordham Road in the Bronx. I'm gonna pick you up there and we're gonna drive to Brooklyn, Fulton Street. We're gonna go to King's Plaza and we're gonna go to Green Acres Mall um, and we're gonna gonna set these shops up. So Saturday morning, anyway, I was like, I ain't got nothing to lose, man, you know. Worst thing that could happen is, you know, uh, opportunity comes out of it. So anyway, um, I get up, get up like 5.30, you know, meet them down in the Bronx, you know, we get to drive in, we get to Fulton Street, we set up the shop out there. Um, and after we finished we set up that shop, we went to go have lunch at Junior's, which you know those who know you know Fulton Street where Macy's is in Brooklyn, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. there's a Junior's at the end of the block that um that goes that like it's like at the intersection of like uh, Fulton and Flatbush somewhere around there. And uh, we had lunch, and he pretty much offered me a job. I'm like, what? I'm like, I'm like, hell yeah! I got to you know, take this so- thing. So um so yeah, so 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 anyway we are uh, the day went on and we we did the other two installs. We went to uh King's Plaza, we went to Green Acres, did that. And um yeah, man, he hit me up the next week and was like, yo then I own everything. Yeah, and so so you know I interned for about four months and then um after that after those four months, like I was up in the office like often. So I was going to school in the evenings and early in the day, I would I would I would go there, you know what I mean, and um just pretty much help out. And I was going there so much, similar to what Q said, like you I was going there so much, like people started asking me, I was like, like yo, did they hire you yet? And I'm like, no, you know what I <laughs> mean. So, you know what I mean. But I was there, and it was like, it was like, yo, it was like, yo, you're good, man. Like we, we need to get you on the team. Anyway, uh, you know, after those that four month period, you know, I got, I got, I got, I got called into the office, you know, with the with the big big boss, and um, he's pretty much like, yo, we want to offer you opportunity to come in and assist, you know, the 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 person who, the person, you know, who brought you me met? in as a, yeah. you know, as an intern. I was like, sure, you know what I mean, and um, and you know, uh, uh it pretty much started right there, man. You, you know, know, what I mean, and that's how I got in the business. I'm
1: telling you, man. You know, you guys are, hey, man. When you first, like I said, going to Magic, that's how I know you guys, man. <laughs> and I gotta ask y'all this: when y'all first went, the first time you went, I want both of y'all to tell me. How was it and what the hell made you be there? Like what brought you to the magic? You the know what I mean? What made Let me you, tell you stay there? What made you right. what when made I, you go? I want to hear your story, then I want to hear your story. Right.
2: When I first got there, right? So Who invited you? When I first so, got there. No, so I I signed on the call can I, right? So okay. I was 20 years old. Okay. At this time when I finally got the job, right? My first magic, of course, this is Vegas. I turned 21. So magic woo-hoo, was February. Woo-hoo my birthday's in January. So I'm just able to get in and be in the casinos and all that, so this is like crazy. And then it was February, so I'm thinking this Vegas is hot. It's like 40 degrees at night. I'm like, what the, this ain't the Vegas I know. <laughs> <laughs> so then, right. I get there, and I, I have no clue what to expect. No clue, I see this big ass white car coming out, I'm like, oh we popping out here! <laughs> right. And then, it's, you gotta keep in mind, you gotta keep in mind, this is 1997 now, right, yeah. so there's hardly no black reps right so every any streetwear well really they called it urban back then right any urban brand there was no black reps right so yeah. like 1997 yeah, was right it was carcanine this was like just before fubu this was like yeah yeah you know what i mean this was before uh, most of them was yeah. out. i think maurice malone was there yeah yeah a couple other ones was there at the time so we get there and it's the whole sales staff for I was black so I'm just like, man, this feels good. But then you also can see, like, you they looking at it. us, like, mm-hmm. you, they like, you don't belong like Yeah. So this was like, almost the new era of
1: was cross colors and color? all this. The, yeah. So
2: yeah, cross colors. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Of course, you know, cross colors. Um,
1: I'm trying to think of these brands, man.
2: Yeah. At the time, because then, <laughs> at the time, so like the the. The the Sean Johns, the Fat Farms, the Rubles, they started to come. They wasn't right, there right, yet, right, right. so they started to come about. So right the time
1: Hill figuring them back uh, then.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, it was Hill figuring one of us. Yeah, they yeah, yeah no, he, he wasn't rocking right with y'all at all. Right, so you know, they we look were, at you bad. Then they, you know you could just see they you know, could like, you know, I'm young I'm 21 too so you know but they still don't look yeah, at you like nah, they just want you yeah, at certain yeah, places nah, now it was like it was <laughs> like crazy yeah. yeah it was it was crazy definitely, so then definitely a little bit of that yeah cause I you know Carl Canard really brought the party to Vegas because that's when he started this was before now you know after that it was a party there was 10 parties yeah. every night but Carl it was the Carl Canard was the only party in Vegas during Magic to go to it was wow. the Carl Canard party that was it until all of the other brands Started coming in Then everybody would do a party
0: Yeah cause know, we like to party
2: Yeah we We, we yeah. got it in But that would bring excitement So then after a while I got people from New York Like yo we going to Base for Magic I'm like for what <laughs> Like you ain't in the business What you going for We going to party I'm like This is going to party This is getting crazy
1: But the first time Y'all went Did he, he had a party set up That first time Or The first time no the first time No though. he had to feel it out first That yeah, was, I mean I'm, That was though. his fr- Your first yeah. time And his first time
2: Was together No 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 Carl was He was he already it. He was, been yeah, doing He was, was already been a, Yeah Carl so started saying, 89 But started when you 89. got there yeah. You get there You kicking
0: it There was a party yeah. The first time you got there No, I think probably
2: the second, the second, the second, probably about the second time I think. I
0: wonder what propped him to. Did he ever tell you what propped him to do a party?
2: Nah, I don't know. I mean, it was just a lot of hype around the brand, and all the celebrities were wearing it, and Carl was close with like Snoop and all these guys, so it was just like it just made sense. Yeah, it just made sense to do it. You know, what
0: was the first um, black brand ever? Do you know?
2: Well, you you know you had you had Cross Colors, you had Wear I know, Mad, but the first right, first, first
1: black brand. I'll maybe say Cross Colors.
2: Yeah, also I, the guy's only oh, name was Carl as well. I think Carl. It was like, Cross was Colors Carl. and Carl. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But Carl actually signed on. So there was no under, brand under, before under that. Under Carl from think, yeah, Cross yeah, Colors, of, and then and he good. got into his own thing. But he actually originally was, was uh, Carl brought him in.
1: I got to yeah because I, I, yeah, Tupac loved that They call tonight. He's what they call. Yeah,
2: I yeah, tell you a story mm-hmm. with that. Well, I, I'm gonna make sure you get called on the show one day too, man. I mean, but you know, you, know, you met. Did you yeah. see? Did you meet Tupac? During I that met time? Tupac, but not through call. Okay. met Tupac in New York, actually. Yeah, I met him in the oh, tunnel. Yeah, you yeah. was yeah. in a the tunnel. tunnel. Did tunnel. you walk up to him and uh, say something uh, to him? Nah, my cousin was. Uh, my cousin was a rapper, um, Pudgy the Fat Bastard. Uh, he's out of New York, and he, I was. He's just. I was amazed. He knew everybody. I'll tell you. In the same night. I met Tupac, Eazy-E, Method Man, Biggie. Same night, same club in the tunnel. Same night, and that was the that was the night that um, the last night that Eazy-E he was in the club, and I think he passed away a couple weeks after that. Wow! Yeah, that Did he look sick? Huh? Not at all. Not at all.
0: Did you talk to any Not of them? Um, when you say you met them, mean like, them, I hey, think, um, my name is such and such. Did you um, meet them he, like that? He was
2: really close with Tupac, so he he would have like long conversations with Tupac, but he just always made sure. My cousin would always made sure like that I. That I shook hands. He was okay. like, "If you ever, if I ever introduce you and you shake hands, it's somebody I love." He's like, "I'm only gonna introduce you to killers and somebody I love." So if you shake their hands, it's because I love them or they are a killer. <laughs> <laughs> that's what he's saying That's real. That's you. real. Yeah, yeah. So, so, yeah. So I met a lot of them um, back then. But Carl, man, he was just like, that man's the OG right there, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 He he like,
1: really is because, like I said, yeah. when I seen him out there.
2: You, <laughs> when
1: I seen him out there, he was, uh he, he, he just, you and him strolling along, we was at Drev's one night. Yeah, I seen y'all, y'all was kicking it. I said, yeah. look at them boys, man, they got it going on, man. That boy right there is pinnacle, man, when it come down. <laughs> Cause I'm talking about the clothing, man. It's yeah. just, I used to wear a car, now, yeah. like before all this, when I was in the streets, so. I really I loved uh, his brand. Like yeah. I, I remember the last one I had was that brown one. You remember stayed in the closet, you don't remember, mm-hmm. for the longest. I don't. Mm-hmm. Know, I think I finally gave away. But I'm gonna have to give me some. I'm he does a lot, a lot of some, some you had now.
0: this. You had the sandals to go with it too. that used to wear.
2: Yeah, yeah, I, I love that car, I, man. I, I used to that love it. That was a huge bro. deal he did with Sketches, actually. That was yeah. Huge mm-hmm. deal, yeah, yeah, I, I rocked yeah, it, man. Back then that was it was no deal like that. He had a big deal with Sketches.
1: Man, so I heard y'all talking earlier about the, the blocks, the streets, man. Y'all y'all so passionate about, yeah, you go down here to Fulton, and such. And such. We don't give a damn about that in Texas. <laughs> you yeah, know, yeah, but yeah. but then I met people down there like I met this one guy, he's like, I sell bags. I've been on this block for 30 years. I'm like, damn. You know, he's serious. Yeah, I'm serious. He was serious about that block. So for you to leave New York, that's a big deal. You know, because so you lit niggas stay on this block forever. Am I right? Yeah. So. I'm well, you know
3: what? That's the that's the beauty of being in this business and um, having the opportunity to travel. You know what I'm saying? like I mean, I, the I, other I, things. Yeah. Yeah. I could say, I could say this. They might be like maybe nine, 10 states that I haven't. That I haven't been to, you know what I'm saying? But you gotta I, tell
1: me your first magic though.
3: Don't try to get out of oh, my, it. I mean, my first magic. I yeah. mean, first magic. I, I was, I was, I was wet man behind the ears. And, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I, I didn't even, I didn't even expect it to happen when it happened. It literally happened like I left like two days before I, I knew I was going. Oh, you know, because um, because my boss who actually brought me in at the time he left the company, so I kind of like had to like fill his shoes until they found somebody to replace them so it's like they didn't have anybody else to kind of you know represent that department at the show so it was like yo we need you to go and at that time i'm dealing with like i was dealing with department stores at that time okay. i wasn't, I wasn't okay. even on the sales side yeah, yeah 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 you know i used to be um involved with like merchandise and shop development and stuff like that so i'm working with like department store you know presidents and gmms and dmms and regional. this
1: one it was all together like it is now just at that one building
3: yeah 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 it was, yeah, there, it, right. it was the, silent right. but there were more yeah, people yeah. It was way more
2: people yeah
3: right yeah. so um yeah. so yeah man And it's like you know I had, to, I had to deal with like all of those guys and you know so my first show like basically the way the way sean john was set up you know for that particular time i don't know how long it went on because because i wasn't there for you know for maybe think like two years later but um we had to go to go to vegas in suits or 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 the days of the shows we actually had to wear suits and at that time it was the show was four days, yeah. it's a four day show so I think like the first day the color was like black second day was gray tan and then you had navy and I, I I didn't have any suits you know what I mean so 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 you know the big boss of the company um gave his assistant a credit card and was like yo you gotta take him out shopping this is like when I, I touched down and he was like yo we going to the mall we are going to Caesar's Palace. We got to go shopping. Oh, you you know loving I mean? it with it? You loving yeah, it? Yeah, they took care of me. You know what I mean? Well, took care. they got, sized got me, you up and everything? Right? Yeah, and this this was, this is all done in like one afternoon, going man. into the evening. Yeah, and um and then and then I was straight. Yeah, but um, but, what, but
1: give me that first drunk night when you got drunk and fell out. Oh man, um, you know what? What, what happened in Vegas? You no know in Vegas. Yeah, you know, you
3: know you know what? Whatever happened on the shows there, show, I feel like because you know I'm, I'm I'm in a different place right now. But um, but yeah, like my first like wild night came like really quick out there like um <laughs> I just went out for dinner with the company um that same night we met we met Puff you know what I'm oh, saying yeah? And, yeah he was staying in this whole, I don't even remember, remember what hotel he was staying in but I know it had like two floors in there the TV came up out of like a little chest in front of the bed and and it, it was it was fly you know what I mean like he was like yo yeah this is real yo you know yeah and, it's um, up so so we so so we left that and um we were everybody's like driving back to their hotel and um um, no. The director of marketing was like, "Yo, yo, what you doing?" And I'm like, "I'm just going nothing. No, I'm just going back to the hotel." He's like, "Yo, you want to come out with us?" So I'm like, "All right." And um, they took me a to crazy horse. I don't know if you. Oh remember yeah, I no you know a crazy horse. Yeah, took me a to crazy horse. That was my first time going to an establishment like that. You got lit. And, you got um, establishment. <laughs> <laughs> yo, it was crazy. And, and, and we probably got there like maybe ten o'clock at night. They left at about. I mean, he bought me my first. My first uh, dance, and um, they left at about maybe two o'clock in the morning. I didn't leave till like five thirty. You know, the sun Damn. was coming out, and um, and you had to be at the booth, and in the I had morning. to be at the booth. So I just went back to the <laughs> room, showered, and and came back. That's that's like that
2: was it. it was, yeah, that was a long and time ago. Of hey, hey, you did that too. though.
1: Is a midnight. Is it a The club, yeah. like, and
2: then. Yeah. She, you gotta go home and you still got alcohol coming through your pores and it's like you shower right. up you go to the booth and they like
1: did you just come for the club <laughs>
2: like, I took a shower like it's coming through your pores
1: Hey oh, <laughs> man so yeah, yeah. I mean do do what okay you guys are reps man like you guys not just reps but you guys know clothes man so what are the brands that are popping out for you guys because everybody you know from like I said Kenyatta whether it be Will the one here all these different guys man uh they live and breathe these brands, you know. Um, Ralph, you know, all mm-hmm. these different people, man. I, I just what's going on right now with the clothing well, brand.
3: Well, well, well I will start by saying, you know, right now right now, um it's a little bit different than, than 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 what we all came into, you know, back in those days, fifteen, you know, twenty years ago, whatever. Um where it's like you had like a custom base who are dedicated to certain brands. Mm-hmm. Like like, okay, we'll throw some names out there. Like if you were a Sean John customer, all you wore was Sean John, yeah, you know what yeah. I'm saying? And and, and and that retailer knew that he could buy that whole collection and he's gonna have that certain customer base that's just gonna come in there for that brand. Then you had a, a Rockaway customer, you know what I'm saying, where all he rocked was Rockaway, that was his, that was his thing. You had a Parrish or a Nietzsche,
2: you oh, know what I'm, I'm saying? No. Maskeen, fat oh, Fuji. you know what I'm
3: saying? Right, 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 and and, 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 and that, was, that was that back then. Today's customer really has no loyalty to any brands, and there's so many more options. Out mm-hmm. there, you know what I mean. At that time, there was really like limited options, you know what I mean. But now it's like trends. Trends move so fast, you know what I mean. That it's like it's it, it's hard to get to, to really get a solid um a solid grab on the younger customer now. You know the older customer is still the same. He hasn't changed. You know he's just he's just you know more advanced in life now. Yet you know he's likely got a family. He's got a solid job. He's holding out. He's got a house. He's got he's taking care of his responsibilities. And but 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 he's still attached to that era. You know what I'm saying that was his probably his favorite era. You know so he's like yo I still want
2: this type of look. You know for my for my fashion. Is you know that what the I'm same saying?
1: thing you're seeing? Same. Yeah
2: he, I mean he said it well. It's it's really an item driven business now. So mm-hmm. it's not they're not supporting the brands right. It's, they're not they're not saying I need this one brand. Mm-hmm. They like you got stacked denim. I need stacked denim. You got an oversized tee, I need an oversized tee. They just, you know, they'll get it from another brand. They don't necessarily necessarily have to have it from that specific brand. As long as you you have the look, they're gonna buy the look, whoever has it.
1: When I first got into these clothing, and this store been here for 16 years, I had another store, like four stores at one time, but. These pictures I would put on each wall at each store, just so people would know that these brands were coming from a real, genuine place. Mm-hmm. Because of coming to a mom and pop, they don't have that sense of security to say, "Oh, is this real?" Right. And you'll get that in these mom and pops. And so, you know, uh, I put those, you know, situations up there. How big of a part do the artists play now? And I ask you this, uh, in helping those brands to, to move. Is it still the same driven space with this internet world we live in, or is it now you have to be looking at it from a different perspective?
2: Well, it's a little easier, you know, because social media is free, right? Like before to promote, we, asked to, we have, used to have to spend $10,000 for a page in a source magazine, right. you know, $20,000 for a page in a vibe right. magazine. Now you can literally have one million followers and you post it and now you just reached one million people. So it's much easier that way, but there's still licensee deals, which a lot of people don't know. They think that sometimes, you know, if a guy has a brand that automatically he's the owner and that's not necessarily the case, you know, he might own the name, but if you're signing a licensee deal, then he's getting a royalty, right? Mm-hmm. And the company is really doing most of the work, but he's the face of the brand. Wow.
1: Yeah.
2: Any
0: questions?
2: Yes, sir. You sure? <laughs> mm-hmm. Is there anything that you can think of in this clothing world? Cause you know,
1: you are clothing. uh, I um, want to say she picked a lot of
2: stuff. When, we know. Uh, the shows, <laughs> she was and the you don't walk the off. You be like, oh, all right, oh, she going to handle it. Yeah, I'll man. be trying to get away. You know
1: that. <laughs> <laughs> just trying to go on and I mean, <laughs> talk. I
3: mean, what, we can, what we can do is we can tell you the brands that are hot right now that we're selling, you know, as independent salesmen. Now you see the sales bitches came out. You see the sales just came out. there. What you got? I asked you that question. Listen, for your audience that's watching, you know, we got things like Smuggler's Moon premium denim, you know some of the illest denim you're gonna find in the market, beautiful mm-hmm. washes, you know, comes with you know all the cool bells and whistles that you wanna see, you know, stash pockets on the legs and you know just really, really good quality denim. He also has a denim line um, called Doctrine. Okay. That he does as well as a stack denim. Yeah. You know, um we have our streets is watching, you know. Oh you always yeah that's that's the right, one there. Right, right. And and, and and as I'm as I'm as I'm putting these brands out there Mind you, these are all black-owned brands. Yeah, yeah, yeah Streets is you know watching saying? my boy. Yeah. Y'all right. know that boy.
1: Black person. Leaf, too. Right. Yeah. Black yeah. Leaf, black that's my boy Gary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stop playing. Yeah. You know yeah. I know. Yeah. But
2: right. when you're talking
0: so, about all these brands, one thing I've always seen when you go to the magic show is that um, depends on what's in style, a lot of these brands replicate each other. Um, whether it be off brands or you know premium brands or whatever because it's whatever is trending is what a lot of these brands go with except from their core styles you know their core styles stay the same because people buy it all year round but whereas like fashion and trend you know because it comes in and goes out why would people want to spend the money to buy the premium name brand stuff rather than to go buy something else that is similar you know within it used to be
2: the way to where if you wanted you know, fat farm, you're going to get fat farm. You right. know what I mean? It's a little bit different. They're just not supporting the brands anymore. They'll take exactly. the look. and And, you know, personally, a part of me brain, blames the retailers, right? Because before you had to have, let's say the top five, whatever it is, the fat farms, the car mm-hmm. the the children whatever, you yeah, had to have that, right? Mm-hmm. What the retailers started doing is, they would buy, you know, the guy that looks like Fat Farm, right? So you're actually training your customer to now be able to buy the other stuff. So instead of having the top five guys, he would have you know two of them and then sprinkle in all this other stuff that was non-named, who just took from the top guys and just put it in there at a lesser price. But now you're training your customer because he's like, damn, this looks like that. It's $50 less, let me just get that. So then ha- you the trained them, you train them. Yeah. So now he's like, you know what? I don't get this. So it started pushing brands of the way. So if you look now, there's not really that many collections left. There's brands, but there's like a T-shirt here, a T-shirt there. It's not really collections. Back then, if you will look at, you know, rockerware, this whole wall would be rockerware, right? You get the jackets, you get the sneakers, you get the shoes, you get a- everything you can think of. would be that one brand.
0: I don't know if I can blame the um, the retailer because for the main fact that. You know being in this business for 15 years we had clients who come in and you know they would want the rockwear from head to toe you could not even try even if you did try to say hey you can you know wear this other shirt with that it matches this rockwear yeah you know this looks good with this but i'm out of this size and that's the reason mm-hmm. why somebody might try to sell them a shirt from a different brand because they're out of this size you were a large but I already sold a large here let me sell you a um a large in this it, other brand it, it. but the dedicated people would be like, "No, I ain't going. Who who mixes brands? Right, right, that right, was back in the days. Say, correct, yeah, but right. now it's now like, it's right. oh no, I get a Rocker Wear pants and put on a Sean John shirt, and as long as it matches, who's gonna look inside my tag or yeah. who's gonna look? Because brands are not labeling." And this is where the clothing brand could say that they're at fault. They're not labeling their outfits where people know that, okay, oh, you were wearing a rock wear pants with a Sean John shirt. Uh, they're having these yeah. small tags on here so nobody well, can tell. The,
2: the, the state of the business changed. Yeah. Right? Exactly. So, things are not as gaudy. Like You don't want any right. brand Those are full trends. on here. And that's right. what's <laughs> allowing
0: the buyers to mix and match because of that main well, fact. It, it
2: became a price thing to be honest with you. Like back then, right, let's just be honest for a second. Drug, drugs drove the business. Right. 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 You had your store how many years?
1: 16. long time. So, More right? than that. So More than were, that wouldn't have these tickets,
0: probably <laughs> about 17, 18. But we had those dope boys who used to come in and buy right. a yeah. lot of clothes so I had stores and stuff like that, that would
2: literally tell me, right? This could be a Tuesday, right? they the top dope boys that come to the store mm-hmm. and be like, I'm going I'm to close my door. Nobody could come in. And but that's, these three right. guys shop, yeah. right? They all spend $3,000 yeah. each. Maybe I'll close for the rest of the day, maybe not. Right? Mm-hmm. It really drove the business. So exactly. back then, you can, you know, there was no there was Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, there's no day where you're not making thousands of dollars. Now mm-hmm. I can go and go into a store and sit and talk to a guy for an hour, not one person to come in. Here, or three people can come in I, and nobody bought nothing. I gotta
1: exactly. I gotta say this, man, because I hear all that spiel, you know, a lot of knowledge in here.
2: A lot of knowledge. That's right. Respect.
1: Big respect, but I think there's a thing that's going on also with the marketing strategy. I feel like they're not putting it out the way they should with the way the resources we got now. It could be done in a way that's strategically placed in a place where you have to, like you said, that million subscribers. There, there are places, man, where it be... Uh, bigger platforms than this one you got the Breakfast Club you got uh, you got all these different not only podcast you got a podcast Joe Rogan the, Mike Tyson even got one you have to start thinking outside of the box right everybody watching certain things I think people are not hustling hard enough I'm being real I'm, I may be, maybe I'm tripping well, because it's I easier. mean like if you get to these people and say hey man you do this man I'm gonna do this I'm pretty sure they would do it, but people not thinking like that no more. They just basically just sitting back. COVID made a lot of niggas uh, lazy, bro. Like it's a lot of things that you could be doing because there's a new. You got you got different people that are are, are, are these these uh, viral moments going into these people who are making them happen. There are these people out there, but if we market it on that level to what's catered to what's going on today,
3: right.
1: what do you think would happen?
3: Well, I, I, think, I think I mean
1: you know I'm gonna yeah. say this. Don't I mean to cut y'all? Right. Let me finish this uh, once. uh, what was them 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 ones that they They used to they was killing. They were killing y'all too. Uh, they the, the girls Cardi B wear them. What, what's that brand stuff? You, no, no, it wasn't no big brand like that. Reebok. No, the one where they would come on, they would get these clothes to these people, and they was on the internet. It was it was Cardi B, all of the different celebrities. They what sent, type of clothes was it? It was just some regular clothes. They would oh, send them man. to them. Fashion Nova,
2: Fashion Nova, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Fashion Nova yeah. hit hard in the middle again, of this yeah, stuff. Yeah. Again, that's fashion social over. media, is. social media. That's what I'm telling you. That's, that's what I'm but telling you. not, but hold on, let's not get using this, let's not get this confused. Fashion Nova, pretty little thing, are paying these people. This is don't Correct. don't think that Correct. they're giving this that. stuff. I know that. I they know that. I know that. Paying these people to do that. this, like you you know. So why don't these
0: big brands pay these people to do it
1: as well? Well.
2: Not saying, <laughs> not saying that they don't because you know some what? The of them nature, do. The nature of the some business of them do.
3: has definitely changed. But you weird. see where I'm
2: coming from. Well, right, right, my right, my right, thing right. is, my thing is like to a certain extent, like where we came from. Right, call was on the ground doing this himself. Right, the way that Tupac water stuff, it was basically set up. He went to go meet Tupac. Right, in a room, Tupac is in there reading a the script. He's not really paying call no mind. Da-da-da-da-da. And then, Carl is basically like, yo, you know, what's it gonna take, man? How much I gotta pay you to, to wear my stuff? Tupac was like, you black. You ain't gotta pay me nothing. Literally, they became tight from that one moment. That's big. That was Pac's statement. That's big. So think about that, right? Like, you wanna come up, you know, you're my brother, I'm trying to help you out. Like, yeah, once you get big, yeah, pay me. But guess what? You want to come up just like I am. Let's help each other, right? He started wearing this stuff. You see where it took, you know, where it took call. So that's what I'm saying. Like, it doesn't always have to be about money. Right, and some right? people
0: are like that. I'm yeah, not, saying that, not, like, not saying that. But some people are not like that no, But if
2: you at the point where you already got it, then yeah, you're not going to not pay me for some stuff right. I'm to do for you. Correct. But, you know, if you all want to come up, then come on, let's do this I together. I just think the
1: marketing got to be on that level. We got to market it. Because well, even see, on the rap
2: music, all this
1: stuff is mentally being pushed to you. Market-wise, I'm telling you. I think we got to be on top of that if we're going to keep these brands on another level. Yeah, because
0: you're right, because sorry. But when, when you think about premium brands, premium brands used to do placement on rappers and actors, actresses, whatever. So, but now it's become a thing where who's hot? brand ambassadors the internet whatever and you never saw them switch and did that except from mm. as like he said the fashion overs and stuff like that but where the premium brands are concerned you hardly saw them doing that and that's what we're saying they'll do that a photo why, shoot that's about it why not why didn't they switch with the curve and, and jump you know on what? that lane and it ain't too late but I, but
2: I like to come back with the question to you right <laughs> no no and this is, this is real because think about it like why is it that Gucci doesn't have to do it, but we should, right? It's like you're asking the question, right? It's, I'm not saying you, right. but this is the question that gets asked all the time, right? So, you know, same thing with Carl. They used to ask Carl, why are you expensive? your clothes are so expensive? All right, if I was a white man, would you be asking me that? So why are you asking me that? I'm mm-hmm. black, I can't make expensive clothing. You get what I'm saying? Right. So, like, why is it that, you know, all of these hot rappers can go buy Balenciaga, Gucci, they and all this other stuff, but then you're not going to buy your own you know your own brother's stuff mm-hmm. like that's a question like who can answer that for me <laughs> nah, you know what i'm saying like it. you want to look cool because you're going to buy the european stuff they but do it all why the not buy your own yeah. why not support your own yeah you know what i mean right. because th- they honestly don't care about you <laughs> no it's true you know what i'm saying like we we care about you but
1: bro you know how many people come in this store and do this show and and a lot of them but we know the ones that like mike jones and even rainwater, like it's certain ones that they not gonna come in here. They are gonna come buy some. They gonna it, it's been a bunch of them. Uh, Sir Charles Jones. You can you you can tell the ones who really who they're going to support you just because you're black owned business and they here to do this show right they not for right. to play with that because yeah. it's been guys drive over here just because of this show I'm like man I just got to buy some guy was here yesterday I just got to buy some man because at the end of the day you know y'all y- y'all show love and y'all black and this is so- this is a real thing
2: another, another go ahead, example um, is go ahead. sorry to cut you off but like all right if you're going into the Gucci store you asking for a discount no no right so why should you go into the brother store and ask for a discount?
0: But when you think about that, you know, when we were talking, I thought about one other person. Um, I think it's more, I'm not going to say, yes, it has to do with black and white, but it also has to do with, you know, status of the brand. Because look at Yeezys. Yeezys is a, Kanye. Mm-hmm. But they're not going into those stores or, or, and be like, hey, I need a well, discount. Well, if you're I buying this, Yeezy
2: from a store, you're going to ask for a discount. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? If you go into Adidas to get Yeezy, you're not asking for a discount boy, like And he knows that too. You know what I'm saying? Right. He, he knows yeah. that. But how
0: many uses are in black owned stores? Oh,
2: there's a lot. There's some out there. It might out not out be
0: there. as
1: much as you know. You see, but there's a lot. You go to Chicago to these good. partner store. Yeah. I guarantee there's some uses there. in
2: there. <laughs> you know what I mean? Cause it, 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 I it's think obvious. We, we all have to be a partner. I'm not saying, you know, retail. I'm not saying, you know, us, but just we all have to be a part of that. Like I we think gotta so support each other. I don't mind. Like, yeah, I got coochie, you know what I'm saying? But you know, I I want to be able to support. You know, I want to be able to support us, and we all should be supporting us. Right. Mm-hmm.
1: Already. Well, hey man. Uh, and, and let me see. How can people get a hold to you if they trying to open a, a new brand? Open door. a new brand. Uh, yeah. trying to holler. You know, get the real. You know, because you guys are you guys are staples. You guys are are, are the you you guys are like like the. The Kenyattas and like the Jerrys and like the Rabs. I, I respect all of y'all, man, because y'all y'all work so much. Lisa who called me last week, I was so happy to hear from her because I hadn't heard from her. But just different stuff like that. Like 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 you guys are those guys, man. So I- everybody just watching this show got to understand who these guys are, man. These guys are the guys that, who they just explained themselves to be, man. Carl Sean, John, these guys been in the game for a long time. So at the end of the day, just give me a spill on how can a person really link up with you if they trying to do something they own a store, how can they How can they get at so you? So we,
2: you know, we learned the business, right? And what the business has taught us is that we have to have our own as well. So even though we're representing these brands, We now have our own business, right? So he has his business, which is called Green Room Sales. Okay. You know, I have mine, which is qualified sales. It's a sales agency. So now instead of working for one brand specifically, we contract multiple brands and we put the brands in stores. So that's what we do. So you know, for me, mine's is qualified sales. You can easily DM me on Instagram. It's at qualified one one three. That's Q-U-A-L-I-F-I-E-D. 113 one, on this cool. Team. yep and um,
3: easiest way to get a hold of me is by email uh, you can email me at greenroomsales number one at gmail.com again that's greenroom sales number one at gmail.com
1: well man hey man did we get everything did we did we turn everything upside down yes
2: sir <laughs> yes, well, I just, just want like to hey, say I'm proud just of just you man. I, man, hey, I man, it, man. man I love man, hey, man hey man I've hey, been hey. a subscriber hey. already hey. for a while you know what I talk all the way listen, baby listen man I love it I love man. the progress, man. I love it, man. You know, we
1: always hustle and try to figure it out. You know, this black love thing, it, man. I've been seeing for many doing years. Man, been going on. People think it, it's man. they don't they think it's nah, just boss talk. They like up? Oh, you know, as soon as I started showing, you know what these niggas say? Oh, he, she gonna leave him. I'm like, what? <laughs> Listen, Damn! <laughs> man. Cut the camera uh, off. Bro, yeah.
2: She, uh, she uh, a boss too. Uh, you know what I mean? Y'all locked in. Y'all locked in.
1: <laughs> <laughs> It's been twenty right. years, man, and we've been hanging in all this That's time, bro. so we're just trying to do what's right, you know, we got kids, we got family, we try to be uh uh we try to be family to the people that come on this panel too, so it's been a lot of people, like I always say, God put us here for a reason, this is my ministry. I get to talk to a lot of these young people, uh people that sit no seats uh three this year died, got killed, one, two got killed, one, one died. died from natural and it was all young, yeah. 22. You know what? That's 21 that's something I want to pray so, for, so you know? we, for the youth.
2: But when you yeah.
1: when you get a chance to speak to them like I get. Yeah. Yeah. So you have that's to right. give them something that's going to take them somewhere. Yeah, this ain't just this ain't just your average run of the meal show. That's a fact. This is a show yeah. that yeah. get to speak to young brothers who may have some music who may not make it to next year. Yes sir. But I get a chance to talk right. to. them.
3: Right. And you mentioned earlier, you know we 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 are we we not saying that we up there in age, but we getting up there. Come on like, now, it's it's something to celebrate. It's something to celebrate. You, to like, celebrate. Like, you can't you can't, yeah. you can't see us in the street and be like, ah, niggas is old now. You better, you better, eat better eat you
1: it. You better pray you make it to that age one day. <laughs> you remember you say one that time one time one when we were young, you didn't even yeah. think know what they we, was talking about. We, they be what like, what like you, you better hope it. you like you We be like, you better hope man, you better pray you get to my age. I heard people say that now I'm that guy.
2: I think about it sometimes. I'm like, I can't believe man, I'm in my forties man. Wow. We got kids and all of that. That's you know a blessing. Saying? It's
3: like you know, we, we we just we're just trying to pour into our children now. You know, what I'm saying like the lowest hanging fruit. Try to pour into them so that they could they could go out and when they interact with others, they'll kind of take that same energy that we're pouring into them and pour it into their friends. And yeah. you know, what I'm saying to create a more positive environment around them. And that's that's man, where we are right it in now. Do me a favor, man.
0: I like, gotta read this um, yeah. because you were talking about the three people that passed away. Okay, so I had. Um, the other day, we interviewed um, LD, which is she's the manager yeah. of one of the guys who had gotten killed. Got killed. Um, and we had a group of kids behind Bunch her. Of some of them were, was his brother and some of them yeah. you know, his cousins and friends just and, and last so week. forth. So I just got a message from the mother of two of the kids that were here. Wow. And she said, hi, my name is, um, and I'm the mother of AK and Jacoby. Two of the kids that were at the interview with LD about strap. I just wanted to say thank you so much for talking to my kids about God. It was like God answered my prayers because I've been praying that my kids would have a closer relationship with God, especially after losing strap. So thank you so much and God bless you. See,
2: that, that's awesome. I you know th- that's what it's about. Mentoring is something that, you know, we do as well. And please, you know, even her, feel free, man. You know, you got you got these young guys who who's some of them is just they just need a little help, you know, a yeah. little guy that need a big brother. Please reach yeah. out to me. You know, yeah, it's something yeah. i love to do. That's right. like my passion. Me and him are, you know, we're men of God. Man. Um, you know, we serve on a regular basis. Yeah. yeah. So please mentoring is is it's close to my heart. Man, you know, so if you guys man, got right. you know kids, anybody listening, that you got some young men that need to just have a big brother figure, please reach out to me, man. And uh, what's that's your low.
0: what's your handle again?
2: Qualified one thirteen on okay. Instagram. Yeah, man, I right. have uh, You can email me as well. Qualified sales at Gmail.
1: Okay, man, if ahead. it's anything we can do, same yeah. thing. We here, boss talk here. We in the city. We out here in Dallas, man. We out here doing our thing, man. But really, God got us, and He ceased to be an example to be uh, mentors, yeah. to be uh, ministers, to help these people, man. To help not only the kids, but also the grown-ups. I gotta say that, because so many people say, oh man, but I read a book where you don't, you don't say, I'm gonna help this one, I ain't gonna help that one. Matter of fact, you gotta help whoever God put in those seats or in your life. Because yeah. you might say something to that person that can erupt change in that person's life just right. by you speaking, changing to them. Mm-hmm. Because there's power in words. Right. So what you say matters. And if you speak positivity into somebody, it don't matter what age they are. Right. They can change, man. That's a fact. Hey man. Check it, man. It's been another great segment of Boss Talk One O One where the Bosses Talk. And we have